right, hey friends, welcome to another week of Kid City Online. I'm so excited that you're joining me. My name is Miss Andrea and we are continuing our second week in our Rock Solid series. And today we're gonna discover some truths about hell. And we're gonna look at where we can find rock solid truth, right? So last week we looked at a passage in Matthew 7, 22 through 27. And in this passage, it helps us to know when we should believe something and live like it's the truth. So let's read that scripture again. It says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell, the rivers rose, the winds blew and that pounded the house. Yet it didn't collapse because its foundation was on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't act on them is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the rivers rose, the wind blew and pounded that house and it collapsed. It collapsed with a great crash. So last week when we looked at this passage, we saw that God's word is like a solid rock and everything else is like sinking sand. So we're going to add another piece to our understanding of this passage this week. And it is that living according to God's word helps you stand secure. So in this passage, Jesus says that if you live your life according to his words, you'll stand secure even when bad things are happening around you. Believing the right things about heaven and hell instead of what's not exactly true is so important. It leads to life. And that's what this series is all about. So just like last week, we're gonna start off with a few statements. And after I read these statements, I want you to think about whether you think they're rock solid truth or sinking sand, not exactly truth. And then we're gonna go to the only place that has the absolute truth, and that is God's word. So our first statement for today is, hell is a place of fire and pain. What do you think about that one? True or not true? How about this next one? Hell is a place of darkness. Hmm, what do you think? True or not true? All right, well, I'm hoping you have your answers already in your head on whether these statements are true or not true. And now it's time to turn to the Bible and see what it says. Now, these two scriptures that we're gonna read about these two statements are actually Jesus talking about hell through parables. So while he was on earth, he talked to people about them by explaining stories to them. So the first one, hell is a place of fire and pain. This is what it says in Matthew 13, verse 49 and 50. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will go out, separate the evil people from the righteous, and throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, I think that that sounds exactly like describing hell as a place of fire and pain. It talks about it being a blazing furnace and there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. So our first statement, that's true. 
Now how about our second statement of hell is a place of darkness. For this one we're going to look at Matthew 22 verse 13. And it says, when the king told the attendants, tie him up hand and foot and throw him into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So we hear that phrase again, but we also hear that it is a place of darkness. So both these things are true. And as we look at these statements about how it seems like an incredibly bad place. And God is love, right? We know that. God loves us so much that he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for us. So why would God, who is loving, create an awful place and then send people to it? When the things that Jesus say don't make sense to us, the best solution is not to try and twist Jesus' word to make them make more sense to us, but instead we need to accept what Jesus is saying as truth and then to wrestle with difficult questions. And so we're gonna do that today. We're gonna wrestle with some difficult questions. So why would God, who is loving, create an awful place like hell? Let's look at a passage that might help us answer this question. It's in Romans chapter nine, verse 22 and 23, and it's on your screen. It says, what if God, desiring to show his wrath and to make known his power as endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction in order to make known the riches of his glory for vessels of mercy which he has prepared beforehand for glory. Now that was a whole lot. It's a little tricky to understand, but we're going to break it down and look at those bolded words by asking some other questions. So the first question how big is God's wrath? We can look at what happened because of Adam and Eve sinning one time in the garden. You might think, how big of a deal is it that they took a bite out of some fruit from a tree that God told them not to? Well, apparently it was a big deal. Because of this one tiny little sin, God cursed all men and women for generations and he kicked Adam and Eve out of the garden and death entered the world because of this one tiny little sin. How big is God's wrath towards sin? Sin is a big deal to our God. Now on to the next question we're looking at, how great is God's power? The Bible helps us to know that God is omnipotent, and that means God is all-powerful. On a scale of 1 to 10, it's pretty clear that God's power goes far beyond a 10 on that scale. He's even more powerful than anything we could ever think about. So if God wants to demonstrate his great power and his great wrath and hatred towards sin, what kind of hell would he create? Would he create a place that isn't all that bad? Or would he create a place that is awful beyond words? What would best show his great power and wrath towards sin? When Jesus describes hell as a place of eternal punishment, of pain, of darkness, of fire, I get the impression that hell is awful. And Romans 9, through 23 helps me to understand why. 
Hell is also a demonstration of God's richness of glory and mercy. And when Jesus died on the cross, he made a way for you and for me to be rescued from hell. So let's think about this last question. How great is God's glory and mercy? On a scale of one to 10, once again, God blows the scale out of the water because his glory and his mercy is beyond anything else. If God is going to demonstrate mind-blowingly awesomeness of glory and mercy, would he rescue us from something that isn't all bad? Or again, would he rescue us from something that is awful beyond words? For hell to be a demonstration of God's great wrath and power and his great glory and mercy and his great love for us, it needs to be exactly how Jesus described it. So when we read about difficult things that Jesus says, the answer again is to not run from it or to change his words to make it make more sense. The answer is to dive in and ask tough questions and to let Bible verses guide us, right? Because this is the truth. Jesus came to earth and lived a perfect, sinless life so that all of our sins could be forgiveness, forgiven and that we could be in right relationship with him. John 3, 16 through 17 says, For God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only Son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Jesus died on the cross so that all my sins would be forgiven and all your sins would be forgiven too. Our sins of tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. All of them are forgiven. And I have eternal life in heaven. And it's not because of anything that I did, but it's because Jesus died on the cross to forgive my sins. And this is the hope that we have in Jesus. He paid the penalty for sin so that we can one day be in the presence of God in heaven. When we read God's word, again, it leads us to tough questions sometimes. And I want you guys to know that here in Kid City, we are okay with your tough questions. We want you to ask them. And we might not always have the answers, and that's okay because we will help you find those answers because you know who has all of the answers? God does. And we can see those through reading his word. So if you ever have tough questions or even easy questions, whatever questions you have, they are welcome here. And we want to help you search for the truth and find answers through God's word. So thank you guys for joining me again today and we'll see you guys next time.